Welcome to Get the Facts Jack, a weekly podcast from Jack County, Texas, sharing factual information to the citizens of Jack County. I am your host, Judge Brian Keith Humphreys, and to my right, none other than Mr. Frank Hefner. How are you, Frank? Hey, doing good. How are you? Pretty good. I was going to open with, uh, you better watch out. You, you better, better not, not cry. cry. You better not pout. I'm telling you why. Yeah, Santa Claus is coming to town. Santa Claus is in the studio right now. Yes, sir. This is a special, special edition mm-hmm. to have um, the big white guy, you know, the big red Santa Claus here in the studios getting ready for our big Jacksboro um, fire department. Christmas Eve run. Are you calling him big because he's big, widely known? Or are you calling him big because he's just a big he's, person? He's the big guy. He's, oh, he's just a big guy. He's SC, SC you know, the yeah. big SC, Santa yeah. Claus. Santa Claus. Yeah, I had some fun this morning over at Faith Community Hospital. Yeah, you were almost looking festive there, I, I, Judge. I've been you're, rocking you're wearing my red vest. A, all week long. and yeah. it's uh, I, You know, I only pull it out one week out of the year. Right. So I'm getting all my use out of this red vest and... Right. Went over. We had breakfast with Santa today at Faith Community Hospital. Oh wow! We had about thirty kids uh, there in the hospital cafe. They did an amazing job. They had uh, green pancakes ready for the kids, and then scrambled eggs, and then bacon. With well, the scrambled eggs, green. No, I almost did the Dr. Seuss thing because I saw the green. I thought, well, green I, eggs I, and ham. Honestly, I thought, oh my God, I hope that's not a big old piece of ham. But I noticed it was. I noticed it was a pancake. But anyway, I went naturally to the green eggs and ham, the Dr. Seuss right. thing. But anyway, the kids loved it. Oh my gosh, they ate everything on their plate. So there's probably thirty kids, moms, dads, grandparents, and whatever. They were so cute. I scared the living heck out of most of them, but some of them, they jump right up jump on right your up. lap. They oh, just they love yep. Santa Claus. Yeah, it's a wonderful time of the year, you it know. Is. Just to, everybody's in a good just to have a good a time. Good yes, it's even though the year is coming up to a close, but it's just a wonderful time. Yeah, it is. Everybody likes. I had a couple of them that we sang Rudolph the Red Nosed Reindeer, and we we just sang right there in the lobby of the uh, hospital and had all those good songs. Frosty the Snowman wow. and. So they, they really challenged me. Did they? Yeah. Number one toys this year seems to be a unicorn. So the little girls still like unicorns. That's still a big hit. They're looking for the magic. They're looking for the Christmas magic. And then hoverboards. Hoverboards were the all-time most requested toy. I, do you know what a hoverboard is? Is I that do. like a skateboard? We on have one. Steroids? We have one. I can't ride it, but we have a hoverboard. And what, how does it function? What do you? It just you just step on it, and it's got weight, and wherever you lean forward, it takes off for you. And so, is it three hundred and sixty degrees? Mm-hmm. It goes in different directions. I've got a grandson that rides it like it's like he's a professional, and then I don't know. And then I try to get on there to look just as good as he does. It's not that sexy, is it? <laughs> I go to the hospital too, but yeah, it ain't to see Santa Claus. That's what I said today. I said, "Well, good thing your parents know where the hospital is." And I'm, I I'm going because I got that. bruises in places now. Of How do country kids with gravel roads ride a, ride a hoverboard? I don't, they could. They find a way. They find a way. They find a way. Yeah. So. All right. Well, hey, special guest today. We have Jason Jennings, our um, chief of the Jack County Rural Fire Department. And then we also have Santa Claus here, and we're going to talk about the special event that's coming up on Christmas Eve, and it is a tradition here in Jacksboro 
that has been in existence, Jason, for how many years? 73, I believe. 73 Nin- years. Yeah, 1948 is when it began. How did, how did this tradition – let me ask you this. Is there other communities or towns in Texas that you're – that you know that does this same thing, or is this a pretty unique? Yeah, event? I think it's pretty unique. I don't know of any other uh, agency or department that does anything the same as we do. A, a lot of them have their own little tradition. Uh, most of them haven't been running as long as ours have. Uh, I've had multiple uh, uh, departments call me over the years and say, "Hey, how do we get to doing this? You know, yeah, what what, yeah. what do we do to do this ourselves?" And that's a hard thing to answer because it's just something that's a tradition in Jacksboro that's been going on forever. And to start it somewhere else would be pretty difficult, I think. It is just to ever get it. Do you know why they started it? What's the history so, of so, why did they do this? So the best I can tell, uh, 1948, uh, some of the firemen got together and they delivered sacks of toys and fruit and, and, and candy to underprivileged youngsters, as they called it, uh, in 1948, and they, they did about 210 of those back in 1948. Uh, and it, I think it was just to, just to give some of those kids that didn't have anything else for Christmas, uh, it was just a chance to go see them and, and pass something out to them. Yeah, that's amazing. It is a group group effort to pull this thing off. It's a major, major undertaking. Yeah, absolutely, and, I, and I'm kind of uh, the one that – I do the ordering. I kind of prepare all that kind of stuff uh, to get things going for it. And I really start in November, uh, early November. I start getting ready for for this one day uh, to make sure that we have all the things that we've got to put together and to plan the route and to plan where our stops are going to be and, and and put all that stuff together. It really it really starts in November. If if I'm if I don't think about it early enough in November, I'm behind uh, trying to get it all done by. Just uh, trying to make it all work. Absolutely. So, Santa, how did you first get involved with this? How, and then, then what I want to know is, is, dude, that is the busiest day of the year, and Mrs. Claus gives you just an opportunity to come to Jacksboro and be a part of this. How awesome is that? <laughs> well, you know that is our busy time of year at the North Pole, and and. But Mrs. Claus blesses me every year and, and allows me to come to Jacksboro and spend time with my friends at the fire department. And I got involved with them, and I saw the good work that they were doing, and I wanted to continue it with them. So I get to come once a year and do this with them, and their their sleigh's not as comfortable as mine, but it works. <laughs> You're telling me that their sleigh doesn't have a lazy boy for those that full all-nighter that, that you pull on Christmas Eve? He's asked us to upgrade that tractor seat, but I don't think it's going anywhere. <laughs> you and some of that Christmas magic is how it happens. Absolutely. That's the most – so, so far – on your list, is the hoverboard one of the highest requested? Oh, yes. Is that on the... Uh, hoverboard, scooters, th- those are the top two that I've been asked for this year. I had a lot of Barbie dolls, and I kind of had lost track that there is still a lot of little girls that love playing with Barbie dolls, and they do dress up in the new Barbie car, or the Corvette, and these type of things. So I had a lot of requests today for um, for Barbie dolls, too. Still get a lot of requests for, for Barbie dolls. I even had one young man the other night ask me for a reindeer. I, oh, really? Yes. And he was very specific. He wanted Dancer. 
He wanted Dancer. Were you willing to give Dancer up? I, I told him there is even a limit to uh, Santa's benevolence. <laughs> there's there's some things Santa just can't just do. Can't do. Right. Well, you know, Dancer goes with Prancer, and so there's a team there, and you just can't be without you can't, you can't split them all up. of them. So, They've been together forever. Yeah, yeah. I would have chose, and I had a little one that asked me who was my favorite. Well, Rudolph is probably one of my favorite, but Dancer because he's got a little boogie in it, too. <laughs> yeah. You get it? <laughs> Wow, that's bad, isn't it? That's all right. We're going down the downward yeah, slope here. That's exactly right. So Chief, how how um how much preparation? Talk about what exactly goes into the stockings that are passed out. So we order about nine hundred and fifty pounds of peanuts. Uh 31 bags. I don't know exactly how many, uh, but 31 bags of mints that I order for that. Uh, and about 28 tubs of bubble gum. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, a lot of gum, a lot of mints. Everybody then, loves yeah. the peppermints. And then, and then apples and oranges. Uh, so we order 3,700 apples and oranges for this. 3,700. Uh, yep. 3,700 apples and oranges. You've got to go to a wholesaler or distributor to be I, able to do that. Actually, our, our Lowe's here in Jacksboro does a very good job. Um, we've always, since we've done this, we've always tried to use a local source sure. for everything. Uh, and uh, Larry McLaughlin, when he was there, he's, he's passed away. He's not there anymore. But uh, when I took this over and started doing that, I went to Larry, and Larry was super helpful. And now Jim that's down there now, he's, he's helpful as well. And uh, a guy named Sean, who is uh, their produce director, produce manager over the whole company, uh, he, he I, I get in contact with him, and they they wholesale it out from somebody for us and get us the best deal on it. That's so good. So yeah, the Lowe's does a really good job. They get us everything except the mints and gum and the and the stockings. Wow. So so when will you begin to prepare the stockings? On the twenty third. Uh, the twenty third, about six o'clock. Uh, we all gather up. We actually use the Masonic Lodge here in town. Uh, Years ago, the fire department didn't have enough room uh, to, to get together without putting all the trucks out in the weather to be able to put those socks, uh, socks together. Uh, so a lot, of the, a lot of the firemen were masons as well, and so they just started using the Masonic Lodge as a place to assemble them. And we still do that today, except for last year. Last year, we moved out to the activity center because of the COVID situation. Uh, to assemble them, but we're going back to the Masonic Lodge to do that this year. And it's not just the firemen that assemble it. We get all kinds of people that come and help. There's there's people that aren't associated with the fire department in any way that come help. And yeah. It's a, it's a big group effort. What, uh, a, what a great way. And, I yeah. mean, this is basically, guys, done by volunteers. Absolutely. Now, you've got a, a few paid Jacksboro firemen, Correct. but a large portion of your Jacksboro fire department are volunteers and a lot of the people that make this happen do it because they have a passion and they want to continue this tradition from year to year. Yeah, I mean every one of our guys it's just it's kind of funny now when when somebody puts an application with our department and that's one of my interview questions is what do you do on Christmas Eve? Because <laughs> because this is what you're going to probably be doing in the future. Yeah, exactly. You know, and and it's one of those things that uh once you get the opportunity to hop on that truck, ride around town, and meet people in their environment, and, and meet people face to face, there there's there's nothing else like it. This will be my twenty third year, 
I believe, to do this. And so the last 23 years, all my adulthood, I've spent Christmas Eve doing this. And getting ready for it. Yep. So is it all by donation, by yeah, yeah. community so, support? Yeah, so we, we take donations uh, throughout the year. Uh, is a few of our fundraiser events and stuff go into the fund to be able to do this. But uh, I was looking back the other day, and I think it was about $210 in the 50s is what it cost them to do this. Oh, my goodness. And, and it's close to 7000 for us to do this now. If you include the maintenance on the old 1945 Seagraves we have. Uh, it, it's around five fifty two hundred something like that, just to put the socks together, and then Get inevitably the we spend another fifteen hundred or so working on that truck every year. Yeah, yeah. So you mentioned the Sea Graves. Yes. So there's a deep history in reference to, um, you know, this nineteen forty five fire truck. Yes. And uh, uh, Santa, do you ever have an opportunity to ride on a fire truck? Uh, oh yes, yeah. every year. Right every- here with Jacksboro. <laughs> I remember seeing him like on the Thanksgiving. You're kind of the parade guy because yeah. you always show up in the Mace, uh, was it Macy's, Macy's Thanksgiving Macy's. Day parade? Uh-huh. Oh, you're yeah. kind of the big finale, kicking off the Absolutely. Christmas spirit. The Christmas so season. you're a professional. He's got this. Yeah. yeah. People don't realize that Santa really begins working from that parade and is doing other activities leading up to. Um, the Jacksboro event, and then he's got an all-nighter, and then he goes on vacation for about, what, a month or two? Oh, yeah. At at least a month. Where is Santa's vacation spot? Do you want to give that secret out? Oh, I don't believe Miss Claus would be happy with it. Mm. Is it always the same place, or does it rotate? No, No, we change change locations every year. Do you go in disguise? You kind of have to. (laughs) (laughs) You just don't wear the big red suit. (laughs) You mean Santa has other clothes besides just the oh, oh, yeah. the red suit with the fur and everything? Oh, yeah. Wow. <laughs> Santa's got Speedos, I understand. Yeah, <laughs> surfing oh, <no>. board shorts. <laughs> <laughs> so let's go back, uh, Jason, to the, uh, the Seagraves. So in 1945, um, the city of Jacksboro received um, their new fire truck. Correct. But that was a difficult time. Absolutely, it's in the end of World War Two. So, so the May May of nineteen forty five uh, was when that thing was delivered. The headline of the Jacksburg Gazette reads, "Germany surrenders." Wow! And right underneath that headline is our our new truck being delivered. Wow! Uh, yeah, pretty pretty cool. It, that thing has no chrome on it. Uh, it, it no no fire trucks had chrome on them back then. You know, yeah. uh, the red paint on a fire truck is. Is to is to bolster pride. That's where it came from years ago. Was uh, when they first started using red. Was to whoever had the nicer trucks, whoever had the the, the nicer equipment, and painting them red. Red was back in you know the teens. Paint was extremely expensive, and it was a big deal to paint it another color. Uh, but in in the forties, it was a big deal if you had chrome or something on there because yeah. that that kind of stuff just wasn't available uh, during wartime. That is really cool that yeah. we received. I mean, you think about it. Um, the end of World War II, it was over. Germany, you know, is done. And we get a brand-new fire truck. And that's what a what a cool – it's a like gift. a beginning. Yeah, it is. Yeah. It's yeah. like a beginning of something new. And then in 1948, this tradition starts. Right. And I don't know if you've ever been around a bunch of firemen that receive a new fire truck – 
That is the coolest oh, day that, oh, ever. Yeah. Oh, oh, yeah. That's kids on Christmas morning. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. You know, they. That, that's one of the things, you know, when, especially, you know, or even during our, during our time, you know, you'll get a new engine or, or even a new brush truck in and, you know, everybody shows up to come see yeah. it, drive in. Yeah. Big and sense of pride. Absolutely. Yeah. It's and a it's, new addition uh, to so, the community. So, right. so one note about that truck is when Jacksboro received that truck, it made Jacksboro one of the most well-equipped fire departments of its size anywhere in the nation. Yeah. Because not wasn't a whole lot of that out there like that. It, it did a lot for the community, uh, bringing a piece of apparatus in like that. So, um, you know, at some point, this Seagraves was probably taken out of service. Yes. Um, it probably got some age on it. And so was it just... Did you retire it and park it in a barn? Was it in a fire hall? Where where has this been in safekeeping for this many years? Yeah, so so there was a period of time where uh, we would take the truck and store it. Uh, the city has a uh, building over on the West College, about the 1200 block, and it would be kept over in that building for a little while. Uh, but the last 25 years, it's been kept over here in the station. It would get tucked back in the corner. Uh, it gets a tarp put over it, uh, you know, and it gets put away for the year. Yeah. And December is really the only time that thing comes out and does anything. Oh, yeah. Uh, it, it runs the parade, and then uh, then we get it out for Christmas Eve. So who came up with the idea in 2011 to do the restoration on it? So we had a, uh, we had a local individual that came to us and said, I would love for that truck to look a whole lot like it did whenever I was a kid. Uh, and he, he had some pretty good connections to the fire department, and uh, he, he really wanted to see that truck restored. And so he made a pretty substantial donation to us with the intent that we restore that truck. And uh, we put a committee together that went out and did a little research, and we actually sent the truck to a prison down outside of Huntsville. And the prison is the one that did the restoration on it. And it's all a cosmetic restoration. So they've redone the paint, they've redone the interior, redone the wood, uh, in the back of the truck, uh, but there's no mechanical restoration to it. It's still the original engine, original transmission, original drivetrain to it. That is really cool. I didn't know the restoration story yeah. on it. Yeah, I yeah. like that. So so the logo, I don't know if y'all have seen our JFD. We call it our scroll mm-hmm. logo, the old logo. So that was on that truck, and before it went to get restored, um, we were talking about that, and I was like, we, we really need that logo somewhere because we had it. We, we did not have any good images of it. We didn't have any, any good um, tracings of it or anything like that. And that was all hand-painted on that truck originally. And, and so one day, some of us took some really thin paper, taped it to the side of that truck, and took a crayon and run oh. across that paper and was able to copy that original. That's, that's genius. Yeah, ori- original logo off of that truck. Oh, cool. And, and so we actually use that. We have our modern patch of the Jacksboro Fire Department, but we use that old scroll. If you see all of our equipment, both logos are on everything. Uh, it's, it's the modern era and trying to trying to hang on to our history as well. That and, is so cool. And it, you know, and all that was originally gold leaf that was on that truck. The, the paint and stuff on there. All hand done. All hand by done. By an artist. Yep. That's amazing. Santa, how often do you have to do restorations on your sleigh? It is there annual maintenance? Do you, like, sub that out to, like, a BMW? What are you got L's for? Yeah. <laughs> exactly. 
That's the, the elves take care of that. They have their own special workshop up there, and they take care of my sleigh. As soon as I return it, they lube it and grease it and wax it. And, and get it's it ready, ready for, for the, the next, next year. Run. So I've got a question for you. Um, do you anticipate that you will be going to an all-electric sleigh like all these vehicles are, or do you? what's your plans for oh. the... No, no, we'll stay with the reindeer power. That's greener than anything you could get. Yeah. It it doesn't get any greener. That's the most the most green energy you can find, I would yeah. imagine. <laughs> All right. So Christmas Eve um, is just a couple of days away. And so when will our route our activity kick off? So when does it begin? So we we start stuffing those on on the twenty third on a Thursday evening. We'll start stuffing those socks, and we'll get done with those after about two hours. And seven o'clock the next morning, we all gather up at the fire station. Um, we eat breakfast. We got some guys that'll cook breakfast for everybody, and uh, then we gather up. We have a little uh, you know a little safety meeting, a little br- briefing about everything. Uh, wait for Santa to get there, and uh, then we have a little prayer. And we all take off. Uh, we don't initially get on the truck. So the first part of our route is that we go to the nursing home. And, and we go by and visit with, with all the folks that are in the nursing home. Yeah. And then we leave there, go out to uh, the hospital. And we will see anybody that we're capable of seeing in the hospital. And stop and visit with the employees that are having to work that day. Sure. Um, and then we'll go out to Greystone. And we go through there. And we stop out on Quell Run and Mockingbird, which are the two roads out by the, the country club, um, because the old the old Seagrave won't make it up that hill to go out that way. And so sure. we, we make both of those roads whenever we come back out of there. And then we'll go by and visit the banks. That's uh, something we've always done. Is if, if the banks are open that day, uh, we stop in and visit them, let Santa go visit with everybody at the banks. Yeah. Uh, and then we come back, gather up, and uh, this year we hope to start the route by about nine forty-five uh, on the on the actual truck, um, Christmas Eve morning. So, where can people go to see the the route of the delivery? So, so the best place uh, to see it is on Facebook. Okay. Um, we'll also update some of that stuff on our website before uh, before Christmas Eve. It's not on there at the moment, but uh, JacksboroughFire.com. You can get some of that. Uh, Facebook's the best place. Uh, we're also on Twitter, Twitter at Jacksboro FD, uh, and you can we'll, we'll be posting on both of those platforms of where we're at throughout the day. Uh, the route is published on there right now. I, I put it on there, uh, I believe, this morning. Okay. How long does it take for you to complete the route? All day. All so day. it's a full day. Absolutely. Yeah. So we 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 typically it's kind of a race to the end because it's typically the sun is going down. When we get back to Archer and Main Street, which is the end of the route, uh, the sun's starting to set, and we, we don't like to be out after dark doing this because right. um, they uh, just just the danger of kids running in and out and everything else. Sure, sure. Santa, how do you feel? Like, if I'm not mistaken, historically, you always sit at the front of the uh, the fire truck, correct? Absolutely, yes, sir. So, I mean. Are you comfortable being up in front of that fire truck like that? Oh, yes. Yes. These guys are, are trained professionals. They know what they're doing. And, you know, Christmas magic. Christmas magic. 
Well, it's a long day for you. Yeah, and I absolutely. mean, passing out those uh, stockings full of fruit and uh, bubble gum and peppermints. And what an incredible day. How many kids do you think you'll see not – how many kids do you think that you'll see or experience here on that route? What's been your average, do you Probably think? Probably 1,200, I would imagine. Pretty close like to 1,200 yeah. kids. Y'all, Jason, y'all don't, y'all not only do just Jacksboro, but there are tons of people that travel into oh, Jacksboro oh, oh, just for this. Absolutely, there's people come from all over, come back here just to get a stocking. Yeah, people that grew up, yeah. So in, the, in Jacksboro, just come back. To, so, so there's a, there was a girl that I went to high school with. Um, her husband was a fire chief in another town, and he sent me a message, and he said, "Hey, we're going to be coming." This was several years ago. He said, "Hey, we're going to be coming to Jacksboro." Uh, on Christmas Eve, we're going to be coming through. He said, uh, uh, you know, she's told me about this in the past. I don't know anything about it. Yeah. He's like, what's the odds we could like just meet up with y'all? You know, I just happen to run into y'all. And sure. I said, well, just start texting me. And, I, you know, when you get close. And uh, he came up with some kind of excuse to turn down a side road and <laughs> come pulling up to Sandy. She was excited because she hadn't seen that since she was, you know, oh, yeah. since she was younger. And so, but yeah, we get people every year that drive hours to come back and just – to either get their kids or grandkids or something to see it because, uh, you know, there's generations have been getting to do this. That know? is so cool because so many people that I talk to remember receiving. I mean, some people would say, well, it's oranges and apples and, and nuts and, and peppermint. Why do you get so excited? Well, they remember getting that stocking from Santa when they were a child. And now they're adults with children and they absolutely allow their children to experience it and since you've been doing it for 73 years there are grandparents that probably receive stockings and now they participate with their grandchildren so absolutely. it's a, it's a long legacy of this community activity right. so yeah yeah it's it's been going on for a long time i mean we've got uh, there are uh, there are grandkids of uh, of firemen that have done this, you yeah. know. I mean, the, the, their their grandfather did the same thing they've done today. You know, I don't have any history like that, uh, past history myself. But there are several guys that are on the department that have a have a lineage to somebody that has done this in the past. I love this. I, I cool. just love that. That's what makes Jacksboro just a very important community. I mean these these unique traditions that we have. So. We want to be very safe this year. And Absolutely. so um, what are some recommendations, the parents and grandparents that are listening to our podcast, what are some safety things that uh, that you'd recommend? One of the biggest things is we put that map out so people can people can plan. Uh, I, I, it would be great if they would meet us at intersections and not try to come up from behind us. Uh, for one thing, coming up from behind us slows us down. Uh, you, we're, we're trying to get as many people as possible in a short amount of time. But the other thing is, is there's a lot of moving equipment. Uh, we have five pieces of apparatus uh, in line that are all doing this. We have a lead truck that's a block ahead of you, running a siren, telling everybody, "Hey, here comes Santa," and, and you know, come out and get ready. And then we have the Seagrave, and uh, then we have a truck that is there just to collect trash and stuff and then we have uh the chief's battalion one and an apparatus uh, the apparatus is there in case that we catch an emer- emergency and we have to roll a crew out during the middle of it uh but uh with all those trucks moving and everything moving around 
uh, there's a lot going on. And when those people come up from behind us, uh, you know, I would hate to see some kind of tragedy happen. I just read an article the other day about an incident that happened down in Pasadena, the Pasadena Fire Department, where one of their guys got struck in an event uh, uh, with uh, Santa Claus. And I just got to thinking that that could be very detrimental to a lot of people in a lot Absolutely. of ways. And, and the last thing we want to do is is turn a great situation and a happy, joyous moment into uh, to a bad day or to, to somebody getting hurt. Yeah. I think you know? that's great. Yeah. So I think there's some very good safety oh, yeah. tips that we need to take away with this. And yeah. so we just need to make sure that we do it respectfully and be cautious. And uh, get the, out ahead. Yeah. That's that's the big yeah. watch. That, you know, that have lead, patience, you know, yeah. wait, have Don't. patience. What's that lead truck when you see that lead truck and, and follow our Facebook because we try to notify anytime we're making a turn, uh, anytime we're making a major intersection or a major direction change. Uh, then we try to notify, put that out. And and if you look at our last known location and look at that map, you should be able to pick where we're at pretty easy off of, off of looking at that. Very so, good. Yeah. And, and just get out ahead of us because that coming up from behind us, it, we're, we're, we really do not need any kind of cars passing us while we're doing this. So, do you still need donations? Absolutely. We always need donations. Um, you can uh, send uh, Venmo, uh, JFD Santa. Okay. Uh, JFD Santa Gmail for PayPal. Okay. And then PO Box three twelve here in Jacksboro seven six four five eight. You can put uh, care of stocking fund on that, and we'll get it to where it's supposed to go. Or I'm assuming they could stop by the fire department anytime between now and Christmas, or even after Christmas. Absolutely. Yeah. What a great thing for a family to do is to make a contribution or donation to the fire department for. Yep especially for um, this effort. Absolutely. It is expensive, and it's something that we want to make sure that we can continue, and we never want finances to be the limiting. We, we've got a great community here because uh, fire department, Jacksboro Fire Department doesn't run don't straight off of donations, but everything else just about in the county runs off of donations. Correct. And, and we, have, we have a wonderful community that's enabled us to be able to do, have some great equipment over the years and, and be able to make us well-staffed and to be able to take, help us take care of things like this and keep these traditions going. I love that very yeah. much so. So what's the weather going to be like on Christmas Eve? Shorts and T-shirt weather, well, I'm, I believe. I'm yes. kind of thinking about Santa <laughs> That's over what here. I'm talking about. This could be the day that Santa rocks the, uh, <laughs> yeah. the, long, the shorts, long shorts, the board shorts. <laughs> you could do the Hawaiian shirt, Santa. I could. I, I think could. I Santa's got a couple of Hawaiian shirts. Not a bad idea. <laughs> Possibly where vacation takes place. <laughs> thank, thank the Lord for a good those those Hawaiian shirts with milk and cookies on them. Or uh huh. Oh yeah. yeah. I bet y'all have had some pretty rough winters or some some really cold. So so snaps. there's a there's a picture that goes around uh, that it, it, it's it's on been our Facebook profile. We've put it on cookie jars. We've put it on mugs. Uh, we've had paintings made of it. Uh, it was in 2009, I believe. Uh, I may be wrong, but I, I believe it was in Christmas of 2009. And Jacksboro got 18 inches of snow that day. And we worked 30-something calls during Christmas Eve, and we still managed to pass all those stockings out. That's one year I never was on the truck. I was working calls the entire time. But That's crazy. Yeah, we still managed to pass stockings out. That, the, that 18 inches of snow didn't stop us from doing that. 
Uh, and we really, we really, you know, it's kind of, we're kind of like the U.S. mail. We're going to deliver those one way or another. You can count on them. It's yeah. Guaranteed. And, uh, but I hate cold weather, but I kind of would like cold weather to come back because those are some really pretty pictures we had. That, <laughs> uh, and the truck's been restored since then. So, yeah. At we, least it's got a heater now. So. Yeah, no, no, no heater. <laughs> now, Santa, you're hanging out there on your own in the front. So, uh, this is true. No air conditioning, you know. No heater up there for you, except the radiator. I we, guess it's pretty warm. We pass him a glass of milk every now and then. Every yeah. once in a while. They, they take good care of So, me. Santa, what is your favorite cookie, by the way? My favorite cookie? Yeah. I'm, I'm going to have to say just a regular old chocolate chip cookie. Oh, man. Chocolate chip? You know, I'm just going to tell you, boys and girls, if you happen to have some fresh chocolate chip cookies and a cup of milk, Leave it out for Santa Claus. You heard it here that that is absolutely Santa's favorite cookie. Reindeer. What do you think? I know the reindeer are going to probably need a snack. What's the best snack if I wanted, if our kids wanted to put out uh, something for the reindeer? Carrots. They love carrots. And it gives them a ton of energy. I like that. Carrots. Mm -hmm. We can do that. All right. I don't think Santa likes carrots too much. No. <laughs> it's more on the I milky like cookies. cookies and milk. Yeah. <laughs> but you wouldn't turn down an o- or a uh, Oreo cookie if one was to happen, oh. you know. I, that, I, like, I like cookies. Cookies in I, general. I just like cookies. But chocolate chips are probably my favorite. Do you? A little hint. Double stuff. You, oh, yes. Oh, yeah. <laughs> double stuff. Do you dunk? Do you eat, bite, and then drink the milk? Or does Santa... Dip the cookie in the milk. Oh, I, I dunk. You do? Yep. Wow. That's a lot of dunking. That's a lot of dunking. That's a lot, yeah. of, lot of dunking. So, you, you know, one of my other favorite parts about Jacksboro is every year when I leave, after they're putting the fire trucks up, firefighters have all gone home. I've got a scanner in my sleigh. I listen. And I, I monitor Jacksboro pretty good. And every year you, you hear a fire chief get on the radio and he gives the – was the night before Christmas for firefighters. Oh. And I, I don't think that, that Chief Jennings gets the uh, credit he needs for the time that he takes out for our community to do that. Now, that is special. Yeah. I don't guess I've heard that. You That's haven't? pretty neat. Yeah, yeah. I've missed that. We set, we set tones about 8 o'clock and do Twas the Night Before Christmas firefighter style. Yeah? Yeah. Wow. And we do it, we do it live over our... Our channel. Okay. Yeah. So if, if somebody's got a scanner and can listen in or get on radio, I think radio reference. Radio reference has it. Uh, uh, can you, you have to go to Bryson, Bryson on there, I believe, right. to get to it if you go through radio reference. Uh, but we'll we'll uh, put a video out on our Facebook page afterward of, of me doing it. But, uh, yeah, we do. It was the night before Christmas firefighter style. Excellent. Yeah. Wow. That's good. Very good. Good job, Santa Claus. You better go take you a nap because you're fixing to. Uh, it's fixing to be the busy time. Yeah, it is. It's we're really privileged that you're here with us today. It was you a- tell Miss Claus, she did all right. <laughs> tell her thank you from all of <laughs> I us will. in Jack County and Jacksboro, allowing you to be a part of this special event. Well, I thank y'all for allowing me to be here. That makes it extra special. We Chief, appreciate you taking care of us every year, Santa. That's it. That's what it's Christmas magic. Absolutely. Guys, thank you so much for being our guest. Make sure that you listen live uh, on 
Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Apple Bean, Bean Pod, whatever it's called. We are broadcasted. Get the facts, Jack, on all of your podcast venues. Come on, Frank. Let's do this. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas, everybody. Merry Christmas.